Welcome back to At the Table. This week's lesson, um, I'm straying away from what the community of Christ is doing. They're actually doing Genesis 1. But the other scripture for this week is from Mark um, chapter 1, verses 4 to 11. And again, I'm reading from the Passion Translation. John the baptizer was the messenger who appeared in an uninhabited region, preaching a baptism of repentance for the complete cancellation of sins. A steady stream of people came to be dipped in the Jordan River as they publicly confessed their sins. They came from all over southern Israel, including nearly all the inhabitants of Jerusalem. John wore a rough garment made from camel hair with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and honey of the wilderness. And this is the message that he kept preaching. There is a man coming after me who was greater and a lot more powerful than I am. I am not even worthy to bend down and untie the straps of his sandals. I have baptized you into the water, but he will baptize you into the spirit of holiness. One day, Jesus came from the Galilean village of Nazareth and had John immerse him in the Jordan River. The moment Jesus rose up out of the water, John saw the heavenly realm split open, and the Holy Spirit descended like a dove and rested upon him. At the same time, a voice spoke from heaven, saying, You are my son, my cherished one, and my greatest delight is in you. Okay, so this scripture is talking about when Jesus was actually baptized, and it's also referring back to John. Um, who was the one that, you know, leapt inside his mother's womb when he heard that uh, Jesus was going to be born. Um, They talk about the immersion will change, will be a change of heart um, and cancel your sins. Well, John was not afraid to violate religious taboos. A camel was considered unclean in the Jewish tradition, and he was wearing what others considered to be unclean. And those who break loose of religious tradition will often appear to be undignified, as was John. So they talk about that. Um, they talk a lot about his wardrobe and locusts and that, which really, you know, I'm kind of glad I don't live back then because I don't know that I would want to eat locusts. Okay. Um, so they go back to talk about the word Nazareth can literally mean victorious one and the word Galilean can be translated into the place of revelation the dove which is an emblem of the Holy Spirit and pictures both meekness and purity the implication is that the Holy Spirit came upon Jesus and never left him so when do our origin stories individually and as a community of Christ tell others about our identity and whom we worship In my tradition, like I've talked about before, my family was Community of Christ or RLDS back then um, for many, many years. And even though I am a participant in several different Christian faiths, um, it all boils down to just who I worship and who I believe in, and that's that's just Jesus Christ. Um so yeah the scripture is talking about how jesus was humble enough that he was baptized and in our church our belief our faith tradition we believe in immersion 
baptism even when you're an adult because that's the way Jesus was baptized um, and this points to you how John was really significant in the life of Jesus not only being a cousin um, but also being the one that brought forth Jesus the one who told others about what he was going to do and um, we talked about this past week was Epiphany and even though the day of Epiphany was not a great one here in the United States, it, it that was the day that the wise men actually they say visited Jesus in the main in the manger in the barn there, and that's why it's called Epiphany and bringing of the light and just gifts and whatnot. Um. What was I going to say about that? I forgot. Um, <laughs> we can have our own day of epiphany. We can have the day when we, we can have it several times in our lives where, again, we just bow down and we say, okay, God, I give it all to you. Um, this week, I got my one word, which I've talked about several times before. And it really came to me in an odd time. I was sitting in my office and it was quiet and my coworker was gone and the guys in the warehouse were kind of mad at me for some reason. So it was quiet. Anyway, I was looking through some of my passion translation emails that I get every day with devotions and I came across a scripture from James and it talks about endurance and enduring your Christianity through everything keeping your faith through your life and just relying on your faith and I found some other quotes and things that re relate to endurance and I just I had this gut feeling that's my word so that's my word but really it's patiently endure and I've already had to do it several times this week. It, <laughs> even today, today was not a good day. Um, last week, I hurt my foot, well, New Year's Day, I hurt my foot and didn't see the doctor until Monday. And Monday went in, and I'm in a walking boot for the next two weeks, which I dread, I hate it, I call it my Darth boot. And um, it makes things very difficult for me to do. I can't walk to my car when people don't give me a parking space where I live. And it makes it difficult when there's snow and ice on the ground. And I'm in this program. Monday's my last day. If I don't go, I lose five bucks. And I really shouldn't go, but I probably will go. Um, just so I can save that five bucks. But anyway... Um, I have to patiently endure this trial right now. I have to patiently endure my job right now. The office atmosphere is not the best. I have to patiently endure my son's schedule. I have to patiently endure my boyfriend's schedule. This all 
is wrapped up into that one thing that I need to do and a lot of people have told me that I'm a very impatient person and yeah I believe them but I just kind of blow it off but this year I'm working on patiently enduring things today was not a good time neither was yesterday I digressed into my bedroom and pouted and if I could have cried I would have cried but my antidepressants make it so I don't cry and yeah so that's my word and Jesus had to patiently endure but he had the skill set he had the ability to endure all the things that he endured you know him turning the tables in the temple him people being mad and angry at him people beating him people nailing him to the cross he had to patiently endure that and it all boils down to the fact that he was born for a reason and it doesn't matter what gifts the three wise men or the kings gave him it doesn't matter that he was born in a manger it doesn't matter that you know his dad I heard a story that his dad like didn't live with him it was crazy and crazy thought to have but anyway he had to endure a lot and the scripture and James you know pretty much says you know Jesus endured a lot you can endure a lot too for your faith and through baptism you promise to endure you make that decision to faithfully follow a God that loves and cares for you even in your pain even in your discouragement and even in your frustrations and I'm I'm raising my hand here you can't see it but you know this is this is real life in 2021 and if Jesus can do it I'm gonna do it is what it boils down to so yeah um, I've rambled on long enough let's close in prayer Heavenly Father, thank you for the reminder that you are holding the world in your hands and that you love and care for each one of us and you want the best for us. But life isn't easy. It's never been easy. Life wasn't easy for your son while he was here on earth. So why should it be easy for us? Lord, we know that someday there will be that day when we say goodbye to this planet and that's when we'll be with you forever but for the patience needed for the skills needed for the reminders of your love God we just ask that that you bless us this week and these things I ask in your son's holy name amen so um, don't forget to tell your friends about this podcast if you liked it or if you don't liked it and if you'd like to make any comments or feedbacks, um, SGL at the table at yahoo.com is where that goes to. And um, yeah, I don't know if you can hear my cat, but she's kind of telling me it's time to shut up too. So hope you have a great week and patiently endure. Mm-hmm.